0: In this episode of Testimony, A Musician's Story, I talked to Afro gospel artist Limo Blaze. Now, Limo Blaze is in Nigeria, and I am unfamiliar with his music. At least I was until the Bridges album that he made with The Truth. Now, he grew up listening to The Truth, and his life came full circle when he was able to make a joint album with him. He also talks about how he and a group of friends coined the term Afro gospel and then proceeded to grow the genre within a two to three year time period. He also shares his excitement about getting a blue Instagram check. Additionally, in our four song breakdown, he breaks down OK featuring Ada A, Son of Victory featuring The Truth and Travis Green, Bridges featuring The Truth and Blow My Mind. I am Gaylega Brown, and this is Sound Seekers Presents, Testimony, A Musician's Story. So, Your first music memory, whether it be like the first song you ever remember hearing or the first video, or the first time you saw someone dance, like what's your first music memory?
1: Uh, first time I saw someone dance was definitely Michael Jackson. Uh, I was a kid when we had Michael Jackson CDs in our house. So definitely I grew up with Michael Jackson, I grew up on Westlife, Backstreet Boys. And then there's like, I grew up on a lot of him music. So I grew up in a really music loving family. So we had a lot of the CDs, which was being played every weekend, every Saturday, the whole family is guarded. And I mean, nobody's going to school, nobody's going to work. And we just have the CDs on rotation and everybody's going about their weekend chores. So, yeah, I think my earliest memories of music is hymns. First of all, all the hymns of when we work in the Golden City in the New Jerusalem. I remember that perfectly, like, in my head. Uh, Demoine, CD, Sissy Winers. Yeah, Michael Jackson and Westlife. Those are my earliest memories of music.
0: Okay, so we got a mixture of pop music with Michael Jackson and with Backstreet yeah. Boys and then hymns. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. it. That's a nice, nice little mixture there. Um It kind of sounds like there's like wind going on in the microphone.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Let's go. It's okay.
0: Okay. So um, can you talk about like where you were born and raised?
1: Oh, yeah. I was born in a city called Makurdi in Benue State, Nigeria. And I lived uh, 22 years of my life, 22, 23 years of my life there. I schooled there, like raised there. I did everything there until I moved out to a different city, which is Lagos State, Nigeria. Yes. Do you
0: mind if I ask how old you are now?
1: I'm 25 now. I turned 25 this October.
0: Okay. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> October okay.
1: what? I'm in October baby. Too.
0: The 25th. October 25th. Okay. Yeah. The 11th oh nice okay so um did you have any siblings or do you have any siblings
1: oh yeah i have i had seven siblings now i have six because one of my brothers is late so yeah i have six siblings right now
0: and did you grow up in a two-parent household what was it a two-parent household oh yeah definitely
1: definitely i had my parents are still together grow up and
0: Was it, I mean, you grew up listening to him, so is it safe to assume it was a Christian household?
1: Oh yeah, like it, it was a very Christian household, it was. Like, I literally grew up in church. I spent the most part of my days in in church, so.
0: Okay. So when did it connect for you as far as your connection with Jesus? Um, like you grew up in a church, but when did it become real for you personally?
1: Oh, I mean, uh, my work with Jesus became personal uh, around the year, like it was a journey. It was a journey from around the year 212 to 214. So I remember in the year 212, early 212 yeah, I encountered Christian hip-hop music and I didn't know what it was before then. Mm-hmm. And a the friend told, I was just the guy who was rapping. I was just rapping about random stuff, girls, cars, like the cliche stuff every rapper raps about mm-hmm. and i had a friend who told me yo there's something called christian hip-hop and i was like okay let me hear it and he gave me lecrae albums and the truth's albums and i remember this very day i was just in my room uh, i locked like the doors were locked in my room and i was just playing two lecrae songs on repeat i was playing boasting and play the background if you're familiar with the songs yeah i had both of them on repeat and for some reason he had been crying And then I really just peeked deep into the lyrics connected. And at that moment, I knew I wanted more out of my relationship with Jesus. And yeah, that's where the journey really began for me.
0: Okay, so really, it was Lecrae and The Truth. Yeah, it was.
1: It was. It wasn't a crusade. It was just me listening to rap songs in my room. And yeah, it happened because to be fair, to be fair, I was like I was already a Christian. Like I knew scriptures. I knew I literally was raised in Bible school. So I knew scriptures well enough. So I knew I had the knowledge of everything, but it was it just wasn't personal yeah. until that encounter.
0: What do you think yeah. it was about those two particular Lecrae songs we say boasting
1: in um background. What do you think it was that made uh, you connect with like Yeah, I mean there was a lot of like honesty in those records, mm. there was a lot of heart and like, you could listen to the record and see the heart of the man and how he wanted more out of his relationship with Christ. Like you could see, you could feel it when you hear it. And yeah, that was it for me. It really just broke me down, got me to a place where it's was like, yo, I wanted more. I wanted more. And I really just went crazy from that point on. I was like researching a lot about Lecrae watching every single video, every interview, and it really just inspired me in my journey. So yeah, shout out to McCray.
0: And how did you move differently after that? How did your life- Oh yeah,
1: I mean, it was definitely a switch up on the way I lived. Uh, playing back six, eight years ago, maybe two, 12, two 11. I was just a dude who goes to church uh the guy with the who goes to church but has two girlfriends and stuff like that. But all of that changed and like it really has been a journey and yeah, we're here today. Like it is real, it's as real as it gets.
0: That's awesome. So yeah. um, so you went, so you're no longer double dating.
1: <laughs> no, know. okay. Hell no. Last time I did that was in high school. <laughs> okay, that's good.
0: Um, and how would you say that God's presence looks like in your life personally, like outside of music, just personally?
1: Yo, like, it's amazing. Uh, the One of the things I probably mouth the most every day is thank you, Jesus, because like, it's just so good. I don't know about others, but I got it good, like real good. Like, like I feel it in everything I do, like he's literally guiding my every single step. And I mean, it's just good. Everything I put my hands on just is blessed. So I know like at every instant of everything I'm doing, I like I can tell like God is leading me, He's guiding me in every step. So yeah, it's that deep.
0: That's that's awesome. Okay, we're gonna switch it up a little bit, um, kind of go yes. lightweight and talk about what's trending right now on Twitter, which yes. Which right now is Twitter <laughs> what's Twitter yeah, what's trending on Twitter is um versus <laughs> are you is versus big over there? Are you guys following the whole versus challenge,
1: Swiss beats and Timberland? Uh well I don't think we're paying as much attention to the international ones, but the ones that happen in the African space, of course, we did. And I kind of have paid little attention to the one that happened in the christian space because i was involved because my name was in the list for some of it so yeah there's
0: there's been some christian verses oh
1: yeah it's been happening for a while it has
0: so um and you've been involved like they had you go against somebody else
1: so i wasn't directly involved like i was on the show or thing no but i just knew like, yo, they did a versus and they put me against someone else. And yeah, they had fans leasing and place okay. vote. And yeah, I did the first time. Do you yeah. know who they put you against? Oh, they put me against Cold Out Music. That's my bro, Cold Out Music.
0: Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that was going on in this space. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's cool. Um, Yeah, over here, you know, it's obviously big. And I guess now they're talking about Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. So Um, but that's awesome. I'm gonna have to look up the one with you. And so we know that you got into Christian hip hop by listening to Lecrae and the truth. And we're definitely going to talk about your life coming full circle and you actually working with the truth but how did you get your start
1: into just making music? I've always been passionate about music. So I was like neck deep into it from the very start. And then I learned music production. So because the first time I was in the studio, I was trying to like connect with the producer, but he wasn't getting what I wanted. So I knew that, yo, I had to be able to do this for myself. So I forced, like I pushed myself to learn music production, so like the the larger part of my music, I have been producing myself. I still produce myself, do all of my mixes and mastering myself. So it really just got easy because I learned stuff myself. I produce myself, so music is like an everyday thing for me. I just I make new. I just wake up, uh, do my devotion, do whatever chores I have to do, and I just go straight to making music.
0: That's awesome. That like you. Yeah. just, But you just had the, you know, the wherewithal to go ahead and be like, I'm just going to study music production and all on your own. Now, but there has to come, there had to have come a point where you needed to connect with people to, to move further. So, so what did that look like?
1: Uh, So naturally, I kind of, I'm a very social guy. Like I know how to like, I easily make friendships and just like connect with people across the globe. I started this at a very early point in my career. as like way too, way back in 2012, 2013, 2014. I think the first international collaboration I had, maybe not the first international, but the first American collaboration I had was with Loso. I don't know if you know Loso, who isn't like into battle rap?
0: Yeah, Loso, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. My first collaboration was with Loso and he, like, he was a friend on Facebook. And I reached to him like, yo, bro, and he had my music. He said it was dope. And was like, okay, we went back and forth. And we made a record. And it really has just been that easy for me. And the good thing for me is my music speaks a lot of volume. Like people hear it, you could hear it, and you could tell that, yo, this is good music. Mm-hmm. So the good thing about the internet is the person on the other side does not really have a full picture of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So whatever they're judging by is the sound of what you're listening to. Yeah. So they hear the music and yo, it's dope. This kid is dope. Let's do something. And it really has been that easy for the most part. Every, almost every like 99% of everybody I have worked with is, it has always been a situation of, oh, like mutual respect. Like, I love your art and let's do something. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome and so
0: and it's just that simple to your international connections just reaching out over social media and building that way
1: it's been that simple for you oh yeah like everything everything Tospa has been via social media i in truth haven't even met in person yet
0: oh
1: so everything has been via social media
0: okay and okay so that was when you started doing music production and everything, did you start doing Christian music or just making music and
1: then you transitioned into Christian? I mean, from the point I started recording, and I've always, like every single thing I've ever recorded into a microphone has always been Christian music. So the phase where I had the thoughts of, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. specifically, I never was into recording at that point. It was just me writing songs, writing lyrics, restyling in class, going to rap battles in school and just like rapping. It was never me me becoming an artist. It was just me aspiring to become an artist. So all of that face never got into record. But from the point I started recording, everything has been Christian music. Got it. Okay.
0: And they label you a multi-genre artist. Um, yeah. How many genres
1: are you in? Can you name them? <laughs> so I, I, I don't think there's there's hardly any sound I haven't messed with. Hmm. As an artist, there's hardly any sound I haven't messed with. I've done, but primarily, primarily, I would say my genres are hip hop and Afro beats. Okay. But I've done everything. I've made R and B songs. I've made pop songs, I've made a uh, life, like going into like the African sound, I've made high life. I think I've, I've made Spanish reggaeton, okay. like, I've tried all of that. Yeah. That's awesome. I really, I'm, I really am just one artist that I love to like explore sounds and just really have fun with it.
0: And you've received, um, awards for that as well. You're exploring and having fun. Oh yes, I have. <laughs> resulted we have got like, the AG MMA Afro Hip Hop Artist yeah. Year for 2018 and 2019.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, best international act at the Premier Gospel Awards in 2019. Um, yeah, your Spotify for your 2020 rep shows what 3.3 million streams in 91 countries. YouTube, your oh your love hit one million views this week. And you got an yeah. Instagram blue check
1: <laughs> last week. Oh yeah. Really try. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Out of all of that, it seems like the thing that put the most, the biggest smile on your face was the Instagram blue check.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's funny. It's funny because so for me, the, the blue check wasn't, it wasn't a thing of validation. I never needed it to validate myself or my art. I never needed it. Mm-hmm. I just kept hearing it all over and over. Oh, yo, you'll be got now. You need to be verified. I'm like, uh, okay, how does this thing happen? And I kind of had like, submitted uh verification request maybe three or four times before that was rejected. And then the the very time that I got verified was, I remember after Breaches, the album came out and I just said something on my WhatsApp, I was like, yo, it's time to get verified. Like it just popped in my head and I literally typed it, it's time to get verified. And then I applied, I, I submitted a request the next morning mm. and two days later, I woke up and saw Bleach, I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, we in now. We in now, we in now, we good. But it was ne- it was never a scene of validation for me. It's just exciting
0: to have. Yeah. No, I get it. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. And um, I mean, can you talk about really the the Afrobeat scene? Cause I have to say over here, honestly, I wasn't familiar with your music until you came out with the project Whip to Truth. And I yeah. didn't realize that there was like this whole you know, genre of yeah. Afrobeat go. So for people like me, can you hear yeah. what it looks like over there?
1: Oh, so Afrobeat music like has been, has been hot for like a long minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like several years now, Afrobeat has really been a big thing, but there wasn't really a section of that Afrobeat for Christian artists. There wasn't really that. But, like in the secular space, Drake has jumped on Afrobeat records. Drake has big Afrobeat records. Mm-hmm. So, uh, BOC had a, a whole Afrobeat project and stuff. So, but for us, it was like two years ago, I and some of my friends, Jujo, uh NK, Obaringi, we just started. we're having this conversation. It was like, this is our sound. This is the sound of music we make. It's not very popular in the Christian space. Even in the church scene, the churches don't really heat into it yet, but we enjoy the music and we know there's an audience of like young people out there, who this is what they listen to, but they don't have a Christian alternative for it. Mm-hmm. So they're really stuck with what like the junk they're being fed with out there. And so we came together, we coined uh, the genre Afro gospel, mm-hmm. which is something we put together. and we all just really started going hard, like making all these records, putting it out, building an audience, and really it just started with like 100, 200, 1,000, 2,000, and now we have like hundreds of thousands of fans who like tune into the sound. Music is doing crazy numbers. For And then I, for one, have always been intentional about going international with my music. I've always been intentional about export. So like, Two years ago, I started having this conversation with like, I've been putting out Afrobeat records on Rapzilla. Rapzilla has been trying to highlight me from time to time, but yeah, it doesn't really like make all the big noise. And I really am just in connect with like everybody, like every artist in the US that I know. And I just reach out to them like, yo, I'm an Afrobeat artist and I really have this vision to take Afrobeat to the American Christian space. Like that has been my vision for the past two years and I've been running with it like crazy. I'm like linking up with everybody. That's how I got on uh, Reach Records, uh, Summer Sweeney project. And it was like, cause like they are kind of, in if you are in the music business, there's no way you wouldn't be aware of AfroBeats. Yeah. Everybody in the music business is aware mm-hmm. of it. Uh, but yeah, they really maybe don't know how it works or how the field plays. And maybe sometimes you just need someone who is like, really intentional about the journey to like go down that path. And yeah, I forgot what you started two years ago and it's crazy. Now the numbers are crazy. Uh, lives are being blessed. Like we get tons and tons of messages every day and it it's so satisfying and yeah, which is good. We happy and bridge this was like, like another tone higher. to what we've been trying to achieve.
0: That's awesome. Um, so you coined the term two years ago and not not my not my myself. It wasn't a yeah, new I with, and a group of friends. Yeah, you and a yeah. group. That's a lot of growth, but I mean that just tells you, I mean, God's in it. <laughs> you guys are Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And how did you end up hooking with the truth who <laughs> you listened to originally to get into the whole like
1: genre? Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been a fan of the truth for like ten years, like a core fan for like ten years, and his music really, like, is part of what got used in helping me grow to where I needed to be. And so, I have always known him. It was so. It's a question of when did he know me. So, truth usually comes to Africa to do tours. So, the few times he comes to Africa. And he gets in conversation with people, my name always pops up. Mm. So, like, he goes in the room and my name pops up. He's like, In this country, my name pops up. So, he got curious, like, Who's this kid that everybody's always talking about? So, yeah, that's how it really started. And he really just started checking out my music. And, yo, he started, he was liking it. And then something happened one time. I made a record, and the manager reached out to him and it was like, Yo, he loves it. He jumped and he made a record. It was a smash hit. Everybody loved it. It was really great and yeah. From then on, he just really has been like big brother and family to me. Like he's always there, like checking me, uh, words about like advising me, checking on me every time. And yeah, we really have like a solid relationship. It's more like a big brother and little brother kind of relationship. And when the lockdown happened, we were just having these conversations back and forth. And it was like, yo. He has always had this vision to do an album like Bridges, but he never knew who he wanted to do it with. But as time went on, he like, it just felt so right. He knew I was the guy. And so we just started going in. Yeah, we made a record. It's been amazing. It's everywhere. Everyone's loving it.
0: So, okay. Going back, the first record that you guys made together, did you say it was your record and you reached out to him or it was vice versa? Yeah, it was my record. Okay.
1: It was my record. I reached out to him and then he liked it and he instantly, he like, yo, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, it's just kind of breaking up now. Can you hear
1: me? Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, it was my record. Uh, I made it, I made a sample and sent to him. He loved it instantly. He jumped and he made a record then two years later after that, he just hit me up one day and he sent me a record, which was like Colette on his EP. So when he sent me a record, he he didn't send me a record to jump on it. So I it was kind of lost in translation because mm-hmm. he sent me a record and I thought he wanted me to jump on it. Okay. So immediately I was in the studio when he sent it. So immediately I just recorded something and sent back to him. Yeah. And he was like, bro, I wasn't even asking you to record, <laughs> but this is fire, I love it. And, <laughs> yeah, he made it to his EP, he put it out, and after he put it out, a lot of people just kept asking, yo, this kid is fire, you have to do like a whole body of work with this guy. And yeah, that's really where the conversation really started from and <laughs> go going.
0: Awesome. So maybe like in the future yeah. for any future artists, if anyone sends you a record, just jump on it and see what happens. <laughs>
1: You never know. You never know. I mean, I'm waiting for the crazy to send me a record before he says anything. I'm recording like seven Bachelors. for <laughs> him. That's
0: hilarious. Well, that's awesome though. Um, so I have a part of the interview that I call the four breakdown. I'm not sure if you received this yeah. in the original email I sent you. Um, it's where the artist write, raps, or recites a verse, or sings a verse, and discusses what's going on. Between the lines okay. of the song story, so I did select okay. four songs for you. Okay. One being "Okay," yeah,
1: um,
0: and then "Sound of Victory," okay. "Bridges," and "Blow My Mind." So, do you mind starting yeah. with "Okay,", okay um, featuring? I don't know how to pronounce the full name. Ada. Ada. Ada.
1: Ada. Eh? Okay. So, like the whole song or just the verse?
0: Just the verse. Just pick one of your like a verse that you feel. You want okay,
1: to? Uh, the first verse starts, that's Yoruba. It's like a Nigerian language. It means my my God, my King who is in heaven. My God, you are the one for me. You give me good, good loving. Nothing can compare to this. I think that's pretty understandable. with English. And then the next line is, Odara, Odara, if ever I see me, Odara. Odara means it is good, it is good. If me, Odara means your love towards me is good. So it is Odara, Odara, if me, Odara, it is good, it is good. Your love towards me, it is good. Then the chorus is Bamio Obami, which is my father, Bami in Yoruba, my father, my father. Bamio Obami, uh I'm all alone. Let me jet. means I'm a child of God. If Ferris said his love is enticing. So yeah, that's what that song is about.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I, I think out of yeah. all the songs and all the artists that I've done this four song breakdown with, this is the one that I probably like really, really need for the language. <laughs> the language. Yeah. Um and then Sound of Victory with the truth and Travis Green off of the Bridges album with you. Oh yeah.
1: Also, oh, I'm just going to just go on my verse, uh, my part of the song, which is, you hold me down like low, low, low. Your love is sweet like me, low, low. You make a promise, then you deliver. You never fail me, no, no, no. So a lot of these things are like Nigerian slangs. So you hold me down like low. So low, low is just like low. When something is low, like it's to the ground. Mm. So you hold me down like low, like to the ground, to the ground, to the ground. Your love is sweet. Your love is sweet. Like me, Milo is uh, uh, a beverage, Nestle Beverage. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it in the States. No, we
0: know familiar it's, with Nestle, yeah. but not
1: that. Oh yeah. It's like Nestle Beverage. It's like chocolate. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's like, your love is sweet like that. Like Milo Then you make a promise and you deliver. You've never failed me. No, 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 never. What type of loving, you that fights all my battles, you put the boy on a wave. means basically uh, you put the boy on the spotlight. You put the boy in the best position to receive the victory you won for me. So, yeah, that's a breakdown of that.
0: Okay, and then what? What about the decision to have Travis Green? Was that like a joint thing? Was it true? Like, how does that work with when you guys? Oh yeah,
1: like features. So, so we we had the record, and when the first sample of the of the track was sent, I was like, oh, this has like a gospel feel, uh, and hip hop feel. But I needed to add my sauce in it, like my Afro sound in it. So we tweaked the production and. There was like a list of names being thrown at me, like who do I want in this record? A list of names were thrown. And I was like, yo, it has to be Travis. Cause I'm a huge fan of Travis. I love Travis. I've been a huge fan since he broke out out here. in earlier this year, like maybe in like March, I remember making a post joking. It was like, yo, Travis, you gotta give me a record. Like I said that jokingly on my Instagram. I didn't even know what's was gonna happen. <laughs> but like yeah, it happened. So immediately the name came up. Was like, "Yo, it is Travis." Like, they ain't no thinking about it. It is Travis. It has to be Travis. And yeah, it's been amazing. Travis, really awesome, awesome brother, and like a lot of respect to him. A lot of respect to him. Uh, it's not in every case you walk with an artist who, "quote unquote," is bigger than you are, but treats you like a brother and like gives you like a lot of respect. Mm. You don't get that every time, so really? shout out to, to Travis, really awesome dude.
0: That's that's awesome, good to know, and unfortunate that you don't get that all the time, especially if you're dealing with brothers and sisters in Christ.
1: Oh, no, you don't get that all the time, you don't trust me. <laughs> <You> don't.
0: <laughs> okay, what about bridges with the truth?
1: Oh, uh, so bridges opens. my brain down on me, so okay okay. All of that phase is just saying, yeah, I lift all my problems to the heavens. Like everything that is a problem for me, that's like, a difficulty challenge for me. I lift it to the heavens. Like I'm listening to God. That's what it is. And the my verse breakdown, is, it, it goes like, I'm on the way now. than how does, how does it try every day now. There's road of money feels like there's no end now, so I'm gonna wait now. holders and trials every day. The road I'm on, it feels like there's no way. Run money feels like there's no end to it. Run of money feels like there's no end now. But every obstacle is just a bend now. But every obstacle, so it says the road I'm on, it feels like there's no end to it. But I know that every obstacle I face is not an end, it's just a bend. But every obstacle is just a bend now. I promise you I keep on pushing. I promise you I keep on pushing. They gave me these deals, but I don't want it. I've, I've had several record deal offers from like secular labels, big ones, quote unquote, don't want a name drop, but I don't want it. I've got this deals, but I don't want it. Uh, if, if it means that I would turn away from he who died for me, gave his life for me, yeah, all of that. Uh, okay, now, I'll keep on pushing now. The system, the system will not control me. I'll give them Jesus or nothing. If it's not Jesus, count me up. Yeah, that's what that verse is about.
0: <laughs> right, on, right on. And yeah. lastly, blow my mind. Ooh,
1: yeah. Uh, blow my mind. How does, how does it start? Uh, okay, well, the chorus is, Shana, you got you, I don't blow of my mind. Love the feeling all the time. Show me love, I don't it. So, the majority of it is English, but Shana, you got is like saying in English, it could be saying, Isn't it you? Like, but it's not a question, it's like an affirmation, like, Yo, isn't that, isn't it you? Like who does this amazing things that blows my mind. Shana, you got, you wait on the blow my mind. Lovely feeling all the time. You show me love I don't deserve. And you call me your favorite baby. You call me your favorite baby. Before my mama gave back to me, you named me. And all your blessings come to me daily. And yes, of course, that's why I am your favorite baby. That's it. (laughs) Right on, awesome.
0: Thank you for that. And yeah. musically, how would you say God's presence looks
1: like in your life? I mean, it's as I move a bit, God is in me every instant, like everything I do, uh every action, my waking up, my going out, everything like I do in him, like I don't walk for God. I walk with God. So yeah, that's like, that's it. (laughs) Uh Okay. And
0: my last question for you, now that you've gone through this interview, who would you like to see me interview? Whose testimony would you like to hear? Any like artist friends of yours or other artists that you might not be familiar with?
1: Oh yeah, Amos, that's my bro. He's my bro, his music is amazing. He also makes alpha beat music and yeah. He's email. doing great stuff. He has he has he has an album that just came out last week, Friday. Really, really good stuff. It's spelled A M O S E. Check him out. Like really good. And there's this Marisa too. Like yo, I could go on and on. There's Marisa. His music is super amazing. And like he makes Afrobeat music too, but more like Afro soul and Afro fusion.
0: Hmm. How do you spell his
1: name? M A R I. Z-U. Was it I Z-U. Z-U. Okay. Z-U. I don't know how you Americans say Z. We call it ZU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey,
0: what's up? Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for watching the show. However you consume us, thank you please subscribe to the show. And if you really enjoy the content, please leave a review. It really does help with the ranking of the show. And if you want to go an extra mile, share the show, share this episode. And for all things testimony, visit testimonystories.com. Until next time, I'm Gilika Brown, the music lover constantly
1: seeking positive music.